with National Public Radio. I'm Ira Glass. Uh, This is This American Abcast. This week, why do people go away for so long? Maybe a month or, or two without hearing anything from them, except maybe a short. Why do people do that? We're going to talk to two people who just did that to you here on This American Life after this hour's news. Abhast, the Abcast. How's that news for you, Kate? Hey. Hey. Um, just kidding. I don't know Ira Glass personally. That was a pretty good impression, though. Thanks. I, uh, I I ran into him on the street once, by which I mean I passed him and then gawked very visibly in his direction. <laughs> I think I was with you. Oh, my he God. He was next to Mike Burwood. Yes. He was sleepwalking with him. Yes. In front of... Ninth uh, Avenue, in front of, like, Lincoln Park Grill. Mm-hmm. He probably was getting some dollar beers. Or some wee burgers. He's probably getting some wee burgers. Oh. Mm. Uh, but hey guys, long time no here, huh? Yeah. We just realized that the last podcast, while we were trying to figure out what number this podcast was so that we could start the podcast, we realized that we had not actually done a full length podcast since um, late January with Shawarmageddon. Shawarmageddon. Um, thankfully, it... I don't even remember what Schwarmageddon was, it but was, it didn't happen. I, uh, well, it was one of the winter storms. Like, it went Hercules, <laughs> then yeah. Schwarmageddon. I remember. Later, Vulcan was Vul- recent. Oh, yeah. I swear I read that. Yeah. Um, I, I blogged about it on our blog, which yes. we should mention before we forget to mention it, because this is part of that blog, A Brief History of Eastern Standard Time, or now is it Eastern Daylight Time? Yeah, we should just change the name of it. We should. Why didn't we buy the other URLs? And well, we could... I just had to renew the domain, and I nearly forgot. I renewed the domains right before they expired. Yeah. And if you had thought of this sooner, Kate, a brief history of Eastern Daylight Time. We could have been abhead. That's really going to confuse people, and they already have a hard time finding us. I feel like because we have a great name, but it's a long name. A long name. And it's, it's I think a... they would be confused by having four different URLs, you know? And well, and but... for, like, seasonally half of the URL name to change. It's a little bit... It's really... It's, Yo, we're digging our own grave there. God forbid any of us ever move to a different time yeah. zone. Yeah, oh is not gonna. Gosh. It's gonna be challenging. That's gonna be really hard. Um, well, anyway, the point is, of all this, is that the blog turned one years old a couple days ago. One years! It's all one of them. years! In blog years, this is like... Nine. Oh my god, in blog years, we're almost dead. We're almost dead. We're almost ready to we're like, do some other weird project. You know, we're hipster runoff now. Yeah. Or like, uh, we're, we're on the verge of becoming television without we're pity. We're like living in a condo in Williamsburg. Pretending I, to be hip. <laughs> I'm moving to another time zone already. <laughs> anyway, I'm impressed that we um, did something we said we were going to do for a whole year. Yeah, the only you thing know. I've ever kept up with for a whole year was a relationship, and it shouldn't have lasted that long. So, this is amazing. Really. Look at this; it's healthy. I'm. This is the most healthy relationship <laughs> in my life. It's so actually. I, I had to uh, refill out the FAFSA last night, the Federal Financial Student Aid thingy. For those of you who don't live in America, uh, or all of our international <laughs> listeners, so many of you. Guten Tag, welcome in, <laughs> welcome back to the Avcast. Uh, only in Germany, I guess. (laughs) Yes. All of our German listeners. Don't you know we're big in Germany? East Germany only, though. Sure, sure. Well, I was refilling out the FAFSA and and mentioned that on on Facebook because really what I meant I was doing was avoiding the FAFSA by Facebooking about it. And somebody pointed out to me that they've been in a relationship with the FAFSA longer than anyone else who's not 
family. They've been in a relationship with the FAFSA for six years. I've been in the relationship I with mean, the FAFSA. I you mean, only we, have to do it once a year. Yeah, but I mean, we took a break for it's a while. It's like a really and then we low got, maintenance. FAFSA doesn't call you and be like, I'm lonely, come cuddle. But he does email you. Oh. And he does want a lot from you. Oh, he, yeah, he's demanding. He wants to know if I own any. Yeah, oh, he, he's <laughs> so demanding. He wants to know where I live. Do I own a farm? What kind of property do I have? Do I own a farm? Do I own a farm? Do I own any real estate that's not my home? Which is adorable because I don't, don't I don't anything. own anything. Like, do I, what, no. what do you mean? That's tricky. FAFSA is very presumptuous. It's a coy, coy little man. Well, FAFSA. <laughs> I've, uh, he's... Now we're off topic, but we're talking about FAFSA, so it's okay. I left the list. I apologize. Oh, it's fine. But you know why I left the list? is because I'm so disorganized. You, and, you are. That and, was the next point. Was literally, Chris is not organized, and he just did it's what he said. Right there. It was, I, but yeah. I thought it was cute, because I remember when we started the blog, our big goal with the blog was that we would both be really organized. We devised yeah. all of these crazy systems for collaborating on yeah. the blog. We joined, like, several of those sort of, like, co-working... I don't even know what they're called. They're like, for much bigger, um, like, intranets. Yeah, like, organizational management tools. Yeah, sort of, of. Of them, I think most of them have gone, like, bankrupt or been purchased by larger companies in the last so. year. I think so. I think so. They're mostly services that, like... A, company of 25 plus people would use to communicate with each other yeah except for we were trying to use it just the two of us and uh one of them had a picture of a squid as an icon Mm -hmm. and one of them was just called catch yeah yeah that one didn't work we we quit that one that didn't it did have nice graphic design it was it was really cute yeah and then for a while we were using the pod yeah, it was actually we, called Podio, but we felt <laughs> gross saying that. So we called it the pod. Gosh, I wonder why they didn't take off. Gosh, I no. don't know. Remember when Podio was a household thing? <laughs> it's disgusting. We can't, we can't even get through that one. Even. Well, anyway, now we just continue texting each other about it. We went back. The whole reason we did this in the first place was Kate said to me one day, Chris, this is too disorganized with you just texting me nonstop about the blog. And I was like, you're right. It's such a mess. And... Guess what? Don't mess with what works, guys. We're, we're back to just whatever form of communication works at the given moment. Like, you could Facebook message me, you could text me, you could text me half your question, and then Facebook message me the other half, and then you could just email me another, like, subplot of your question. And that's how it works. It's guess fine. what? We have brains that can collate these things it's, for us. It's fine. It's fine. I'm okay with if it. If we ever brought a third... A third Person involved, like actual permanent podcaster into it. I mean, they, oh, they I don't even know, know how they would handle our. No idea. I mean, group chat, group chat. We would have a lot of group chats. Yeah, I think we're making it seem like we're really complex people, but we're not. So, but if people think we're complex, they might want to write for our blog. Yes, we've been dabbling in some guest bloggers, and we'd yeah. love to do it more. Does it sound amazing to just get nonstop, incessant, multi-platform messages mm-hmm. from one or the both of us? Yeah, a lot of them are gifts. A lot of them are strange questions that aren't on topic at all would you like to learn how you can have your entire iphone's capacity filled up by just gif attachments to your <laughs> text messages because i will teach you he will teach you your ways and then he will accidentally share his notes with you and they'll be very funny you'll get to learn about the new plays i'm writing accidentally uh-huh it's uh-huh. gonna be great yeah 
Anyway, you should definitely sign up. We're, we're really into it, though. Uh, quite actually, we've had some guest posts yeah. recently. Um, our, our friend James McKenna, who is yes. the king of Snapchat. So says BuzzFeed. I so mean, says, I mean... He is the king. We know personally, but He's BuzzFeed says, and if Upworthy gets on his team, then we who will knows? know the man who changed the world with a single Snapchat. Yeah. He changed my world. He changed my world with his post about the Oscars. Yeah. Uh, I... I yeah. was impressed. It was great. Especially since the Oscars had already happened. Exactly. <laughs> Still great. <laughs> Still great. And we had our friend Sam. Yeah. Who we interviewed, like, around the time of the Schwarmageddon podcast. Yes. About Somehow resurfaced on the blog. It, he just appeared later. again. He, he bubbled up and up. just in time for the Obamacare deadline told us right. about what, what it's like to get Obamacare. Yeah. Which, by the way... You are too late if you're listening right now and you don't have it because today that we're recording this is the deadline. Is the deadline, but they have again vaguely extended it for people having mysterious technical difficulties. Yeah, which is yeah. apparently everyone. So go get healthcare, please. Yeah, I have healthcare, but apparently I realized today that I could maybe. Um, I don't actually know. I can't back that. We go- oh fuck, we gotta cut this now. Cut that. Dang it. Well, it's funny you bring up healthcare because I maybe will have healthcare at midnight, or maybe not. That's exciting. It's like, That's exciting. It's, like Christmas. it's it's a lot like Christmas. If it's my like Christmas parents, where Christmas might suck. If my parents are listening, I didn't lie to you. I definitely have healthcare, and I sorted all of it out with my employer. And I'm a responsible young adult who you should continue to trust to do things for himself. To everyone else who's listening, don't invite me out anywhere dangerous. Don't take me on a boat. Don't I Don't let him wanna... cross the street by himself. Yeah, literally, could you hold my hand everywhere I go right now, Kate? Because I am terrified. Yeah. I'm scared you're going to slip in the shower. I'm not going to shower. Gonna, I'm not going to be there with you for that <laughs> one. So you're going to be on your own, and I'm I, very well, worried. It's really safe. I'm not going to bathe. I'm just going to sponge bath Nothing for the next all. couple days. You know, it's just safety first, guys. Oh, man. Uh, that's Healthcare. some exciting things. And if you yeah. have exciting things going on in your life, email us, uh, <laughs> chris at abhest.com or kate at abhest.com yeah. and write for us. Yeah. Tweet at us. Literally, writing doesn't have to involve really writing anything. You could, you could just tweet us a bunch of emojis and we would be like, guest blogger, sure. Guest yeah. blogger awesome. unpacks the nature of emoji life for us. Yeah. Uh, anything you I want. Yeah. Speaking of guest events on oh, the blog. Yes. Yes. This is a totally seamless transition. We are maybe going to interview somebody in person. We've had our, our like Twitter interviews and, and mm-hmm. we've had an abcast interview. I guess this would be another abcast interview. I guess it's boring now because we've done it before. We should call those cool people and just Say, quit. No thanks. No thanks, cool people who no, want to be no interviewed thanks. by us. Well, anyway, I hope. Well, I, I hope think, that works out. I think it'll be fun. Um, it's uh, people who run a really popular bar in our neighborhood. Yeah. We want to talk about New York City things. Yeah, so we're hoping we'll talk to them. They're expanding, and I thought they were just expanding their own bar, but they're apparently they're opening, opening a whole new separate sister place. Sister bar. Yeah, sister bar, if you will. Yeah. Um, so we're hoping to interview them about that. And there's other, some other cool um, Harlem happenings in the neighborhood. Um, I'm sure, like, Three of the listeners live in Harlem, so they're like, oh, cool. The, the three who don't live in Germany? Yeah. 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 We I have know. six listeners, three live in Harlem, and three live in Germany, and two are us, and we live in Harlem, so. Well, anyway, apparently there was this, um, I didn't go to it on Sunday, because it's busy, but uh, there's this new market thing called Sugar Hill Market in our neighborhood, and it's a, it's a collaboration between that blog, Harlem Bespoke. Do you know that blog? Yeah, I heard of that blog. And um, they're great. I love them. 
So anyway, it's uh, some sort of, I think they did it a first time. It's like a flea market. It's all sorts of like vendors who are based in Harlem and are selling different goods um, from like clothes to handmade soaps to, you know, all sorts of things. And I was a little skeptical of it and I didn't go. Because it sounds like Brooklyn. It does a little bit. A little bit. Yeah. But anyway, apparently they, they only did it, they just did it this once to like gauge interest and it went really well. I saw on their Facebook today and they're going to do it again soon and I hope, I hope I hope it happens again. It sounds very cool. Sounds like Brooklyn. Yeah, and all the comments were like people saying like, oh my gosh, I bought five things. My apartment looks awesome now. Like very cool stuff, not like hey. junky shit that nobody wants. Oh, all right. So I'm terrified. I'm terrified <laughs> our of anything that becoming, makes our neighborhood sound more like Brooklyn. Yeah, our neighborhood's going to be like Park Slope tomorrow. So. <laughs> I hope not. Harlem today, Park Slope tomorrow. <laughs> well, speaking of do? Brooklyn, I you took, went there. I took a recent vacation there. A vacation. I I went there. <laughs> I, I spent the further night. further than I'm willing to go. But hey, yeah, I went there. I spent the night uh, on purpose. Like I planned to go there and spend the night. I interacted with the local wildlife. I tasted various cuisines. Have I ever intended to spend the night in Brooklyn? Get back to me on that. It just happens. It just happens. happens. It just happens. You're right. Yeah. Anyway, That's... stay tuned for a, a blog post on, you know, um, that's one of the first ever Abhest travel blogs. Oh. You know. We really are branching out this yeah. year. Yeah. I'm going to write a travel blog. So that way, next time, you know, you travel to Brooklyn, you'll, you know, be able to hit some of the... I'll know what to do. Right points. Hey. <laughs> I, I get out there sometimes. I joke, but I get out there. I was there the other weekend, and I went to two parts of Brooklyn <laughs> in one night. I went to both... You're crazy. I, I know. I took the G train. What? Not because I had to, <laughs> but because it was the most efficient way to get between the two locations I was at. It was the fastest choice. Uh- I know. You want to know the secret? Mm-hmm. I, I kind of like the G train. It was kind of great. It's kind of great. I didn't hate it. But only when I'm like not indebted to it. Only yeah. when I'm like, hey, you know what would be fun? Taking the G train. Like an amusement park ride. Small. You know, it's, it's like Less in the olden days. In the olden days that I'm told happened, people went on Sunday drives, you know, going a little yeah. Sunday drive. You take a little G train ride. It's Sunday the, G train. You know. Don't go on Sunday though. It doesn't run. Very <laughs> it's often. not no. really happening then. No. That's true. No midweek. It needs to be know, like a Tuesday day. afternoon. Yeah, <laughs> for sure. Yeah, Brooklyn's okay. That's all I'm saying. Um. Yeah, it's pretty great. It's one of the interesting parts about New York. One of my personal uh, favorite parts about New York right now is Central Park. It's so nice. It's beautiful, especially now that it's. It's not really it's, warm I mean, yet, but... We, we glossed over the section of our, our outline that said, is it ever really going to be spring, please? Because hopefully by the time you listen to this, it will really be spring, and I it hope... will sound like a silly yeah. question. Yeah. I hope you're wearing, like, a bikini by the time we play this, and it's not because we just waited forever to post it. I mean, I'm wearing a bikini right now. You yeah. just can't see it. But, I um, can. It looks good. Thanks. You know? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> If only you'd just seen what Chris did with his hands. This is why we're going to add videos to the blog. Oh, clearly. man. Um, but I, I love Central Park this time of year especially because it's just getting warm enough to run in there. Mm-hmm. And it is so cold still that no one else in their right mind is in the park. It's right. beautiful. You you know, you can really just enjoy yourself and not actually spend the entire time, you know, silently cursing all of humanity under your breath. That sounds nice. Oh my God. It rarely happens ever, Mm -hmm. but I've been doing that and I've learned some amazing things. Um, one, 
the the reservoir is very unusually shaped. I used to think the reservoir yes. was a very you know symmetrical shape, and now mm-hmm. that I run all around it, I'm like, oh, this is it's very great. odd. It's very odd. Um, more importantly, I've learned I'm really good at snot rockets. Chris, is that disgusting? That is disgusting. I'm not. Um, Chris. Well, okay. How good are you? I did four today. <laughs> that is disgusting. I know. All in the park. It was really gross. That's but so gross. Running is gross. You run in cold weather. It's cold. It's windy. Your you're like, nose is running. You feel gross. And then you, you just look around and you're like, is anyone going to see me if I just do the grossest thing in the world right now? And then you <coughs> do it. It's that is, gone. That is disgusting. <laughs> I saw a woman do that in Chinatown a couple months ago, and she wasn't running anywhere. She was just, just walking towards me. Just in Chinatown? Yeah, she was just, like, eating a dumpling and then did that. It was the most disgusting thing I've ever seen. You know, dumplings make me a little snotty sometimes. Oh, my God. It's, you know, been known to happen. How is that pleasant? What's not rocketing? No, I mean... Because uh, I was like, I can explain how that's Oh, pleasant. I bet that feels great. Yeah. But I mean, like, running and having all this, like, stuff coming out of your body. No, that's what's. That's why you have to. You know, it's running is gross. It's all spitting and snotting and uh, sweating. It's it's vile, 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 vile. But that's kind of great. I know that sounds not good, but it's kind of great. Okay. I'm oh. gonna put that out there. All right. I hope that one day I like running as much as you do. You keep telling me you want to like running, and I keep giving you all of the reasons you should not want to go running. I know. I just don't like it. One time I bought myself an iPod to encourage myself to like running, and I I don't even know where that iPod is now. I bought myself this <laughs> this this goofy Nike um, uh, jerk off watch to yeah. to make jerk me like watch. running. It's yeah. a, you you can't see it's, my jerk off watch guys but it's it's, it's on my um, left hand. It's on my left hand which is more than you already need to know about it <laughs> and uh, it's it's a Nike thing that lets you uh, it's a pedometer it's a wristband pedometer watchy thingy mm-hmm. and as you might notice Kate mine doesn't work anymore. No, I thought but, it broke months ago and you're uh, still wearing it. I'm still wearing it cuz I learned it does seem to still track my movement but I have to plug huh. it into my computer to see any of that data huh. which I never do. I'm mostly just too used to wearing it to take it off. So huh. there you go. Yeah. I thought this would encourage me to run, but it turns out it, it just encouraged me to jerk off more. <laughs> As if you needed that encouragement, Chris. <sighs> you know, sometimes, sometimes you do. You're just so well, busy. anyway. <laughs> moving so on. Is, did we, did we lose track? This is, this is worse than this Snot Rocket conversation, actually. Well, I know. I didn't think we could go there, but we did. You wanted me to introduce the Snot Rocket conversation in the grossest way possible, and I failed at that. So, so I you wanted, ended it I in the grossest way possible. I wanted to make it up possible. to you. Oh, that's really sweet of you. You're welcome. Thank, thank you. Um, what else is going on in New York City? <laughs> Chris? Uh, lots of uh, arsty things? Yeah. Arsty. Chris keeps spelling artsy wrong on the outline. It looks like ar- it's arsty. Arsty. kind of sounds been... like some sort of rashy eye infection. I don't have arsty. any of those anymore. Arsty. I don't have any arsties oh, in my eyes. Gross. Um, it sounds like a sty. You've got an arsty. Oh, gosh. Um, those are the worst. There are a lot of arsty things going on, though. <laughs> the, you went to the Whitney Biennial. Um, I did not actually go. Okay, but you told me. I said I was when. going, but then then I was hungry before I went. And I was near a Shake Shack, and I thought, oh, I'll just get some Shake Shack, and then I'll get on the Crosstown bus. But then I ate all the Shake Shack, and I also had, like, a root beer float with my Shake Shack, and which was a really good choice. I mean, say no more. It was a good choice. So 
after that, I decided to go home, back home, and take a nap <laughs> instead of going to the Whitney. You're gonna hear was, no complaints from me. It was on like this. a Saturday. All of that, all of that makes. Oops. Oops. We lost the recording because something with the disc on the I don't know computer. Disc is too slow. <laughs> yeah, the disc on my computer is so slow. Your disc on your computer went to Shake Shack and had a <laughs> cheeseburger and a root beer float. Yeah, don't forget was, fries. I had no, fries oh with some cheese God, sauce. Oh my God! No wonder the disc is too with slow. With some cheese sauce, also. Oh. Oh, yeah. you're making me sick. This disc is, is too slow. Oh, oh, oh. It was so good. I bet. So much better than the Whitney Biennial was supposed to be. I so. imagine as much. So I don't blame you. That sounds pretty arsty to me. It's pretty arsty. Uh, Chris, what other arsty things have you been doing? You've been uh, going to a lot of plays, I think. I've been going to a lot of plays. I meant to research which ones are still open so that we could make this that segment where we're like, cool things you can do. But I didn't. So I'm going to just tell you about some plays and I hope they're still open because you should go see them. One of them is uh, Wild, 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 (laughs) Wild by Crystal Skillman. um, Wild by Crystal Skillman. Uh, that's playing at the IRT Theater, which is in a really bizarre building that also houses the new Ohio Theater on Christopher Street and the river. You basically just walk into the river and then you go up three floors and you're there. Uh, and that show I saw over the weekend, really fucking good. About a a guy who is in a a long-term relationship with his boyfriend from college and uh, they're living together, they're partners, they talk about themselves as partners, but then the guy sleeps with a woman one night. What does that mean? And I've seen that in other genres before, but this addressed it in a completely new way, um, a way that didn't assume what I think a lot of people assume with a lot of these gay stories now, which is like, oh, but you can be like, you can have an open relationship or like every gay guy sleeps around sometimes and then you figure it out. And in this world that was, everybody had their own definition of that, which is kind of like the real world. Crazy. It was crazy to see people have to deal with that shit. That's great. Uh, and well acted. I like to see Very that. neatly acted. Our friend, the Hunter Canning is the in Hunter it. The Hunter Canning. The Hunter Canning. The lovely, the beautiful, the talented Hunter Canning. And there may or may not be nudity in the show exciting (laughs) well sign me up yeah kate is all about full frontal male nudity got my tickets uh any other plays you saw uh oh no i saw a few uh i saw uh, carol churchill has a new play called love and information that is uh fascinating it is 57 scenes with no intermission in about uh, hour 45. Oh my god. 57 scenes. I all love just her. flying around this topic of love and information. I um, love that. Literally, I would describe it as Carol Churchill, who, if you don't know Carol Churchill, she's like a rather elderly at this point, she's quite but old. still spry so good. English playwright who, who was huge. I mean, she's been huge for a while, but she, yeah. she made a big splash in the 70s and the 80s. Uh, writing in kind of Thatcher era England. And this play, it's like she discovered Adult Swim. She she started watching Robot Chicken and she went, <laughs> well, it works for TV. It should well work for theater. And it, it works shockingly well, I have to say. It's really a fascinating hour and 45 minutes of theater. Huh. Um, I'll have to see that. Really cool. And even cooler when I learned more about it afterwards, which is that the script features no real actor 
no actors. The script is just words. And she says, you know, figure it out. Cut it up. Oh, give it to some that. actors. And, and set it wherever you want to set it. So they, they've made up their own interpretation of her words. That's so great. How artistic. How? How arsty. <laughs> well, I'm cool. I, I hope that's still running. I hope. That sounds awesome. I also, I don't mean to brag, but mm-hmm. BJ Novak was there the night I saw it. And like, oh, oh my, my God, gosh. BJ Novak from The Office. Oh my gosh. Well, that sounds, those things sound very arsty. And I'm trying to, I was trying to get some tickets to something arsty for when my parents are visiting, but I did not plan enough in advance and everything is what? very expensive. Where are your parents, when are your parents? I mean, I know where your parents are They're visiting. Coming at They're the visiting end, New York. At well, the end of the month. April. The At the end of, end of April. April. I was yeah. like, it's, it's March 31st, Kate. You're like, They're um, here. no, the end of April. What but do you I, want to take them to I wanted see? To, I, I wanted to get tickets to um, Hedwig, but it's like, it hasn't even like, it just started. It literally, they had like, their first just preview the other night. Um, and it's, it's already, um, you know, there's like five seats left and they're like the most expensive orchestra seats. Um... And my, I, I was, it was terrible. I really sold my mom on the Neil Patrick Harris thing. She was really excited about it. And then, of course, like, it was, like, not you a You know what this is like? Have you seen, you've seen this episode of High Maintenance where it's mm-hmm. all about Matilda? Yeah. You're living that. Uh, you are a pot delivery dealer with a niece that I don't know about. Well, more importantly, you're a pot delivery dealer and I don't know it, which I don't know why you haven't told me. Yeah. And you have a niece, which, why haven't you introduced me? She might. I'm not really following this plot. Hit it off. Is... Well, you, uh, you know, you should watch that show. That's a great show. That's actually, I would say, that's one of my favorite um, um, web series. Yeah. High, ma- high, high maintenance. High maintenance. High maintenance. Um, um, and is... the the very newest episode had you know Matthew Crawley in it. Not Matthew Crawley. Whatever that actor's name is. The, the guy from the Downton Abbey that I didn't recognize because mm-hmm. I. It's a great episode. I always I glaze that. over Downton Abbey, but it was an amazing yeah, it was episode. A great episode. It was so so good. I cannot yeah. actually. We haven't had a chance to talk about this yet. Sorry, we're listeners. having a moment. Just, we're having a, a just, real moment. Just take five, and we'll just. We'll be back. <laughs> oh my god! At so the good. end, when the wife. Comes I loved back, it. And you're and like the dress. Oh, I know. That, so that, great. That, that uh, what's Comey? What's her Ra- face? Rachel Comey. Rachel Comey. Her stuff in that was amazing. Yeah. Really. Anyway, you should watch. Hey, we're back. We're back, Here's. and you, you should know, watch that that web series. We're actually right on track here because we wanted to talk about the TV shows that we're overwhelmed oh, by loving right now. So and much good TV. High maintenance is even though it's on the internet, mm-hmm. it's number one or it's so good. one of the number ones for me right now. The consistency and the fact that it keeps getting better. And the length of it is not too long, so it's like not a lot of investment to watch. But um, I love it as a web series too because it's grown a little bit in length. Like they were initially that like you know eight nine minute web right. series format that's really popular, and now they've stretched it, but they haven't stretched it to be you know TV length. They've stretched it to be like eighteen minutes, right? It's a little bit shorter than uh, a thirty minute TV show without commercials. Yeah, but what's great is if it's a sh- if it's a show that you love, like High Maintenance, and like I'm looking out for the new episodes. They only come every month or so, right? And the fact that they're eighteen minutes is so much more satisfying than nine minutes, right? I can't, did I... you did you ever watch that um, other web series that I sent you? That's called. Uh... 
Hudson Valley, uh, what's it called? Oh my I God. I forgot what it's called. Oh my God. No, it's like sitting on my, on my pocket waiting to be watched. Oh my gosh. What you just looked at called? me like, I'm so disappointed in I you. I am so disappointed in you. I know you are. What is that show called? I forgot. Oh, you know, you look it up and I'll just keep talking about all the great TV that's on right now because I am obsessed with so many of these shows. Broad City which you still are not watching and I'm still very frustrated by the fact that you are not watching it. Um, But that's cool because it started as a really short form web series that was like six minute episodes and they are, I'd never watched any of those and I went back and started watching them and some of them are so like amateur production quality that I I probably wouldn't watch them if you sent me the link to them. I'd be like, oh yeah, okay, that's kind of cute, whatever. But the, the... way that that's evolved into a whole series that feels like a really fully fleshed out sitcom while still being the exact same concept Mm -hmm. is amazing. I'll have to watch it. You gotta watch it. They are so charming. Okay, I just looked up the name of this thing I remembered. It's called called Hudson Valley Ballers. And it features my favorite Saturday Night Live cast member, Kate McKinnon. Yes. Features Kate McKinnon and Paul Rudd as like total weirdos. And then these other people who um, sort of own a B&B together, something like that. It's very strange. It's very funny. That's kind of like a Portlandia vibe. It's sim- it's kind of similar. It's, it's sketchy like that. Um, it's, I, I um, love Portlandia, and I love where that show has gone yeah, this season. Great. It's getting better and better. I'm also really excited to see um, Silicon Valley. The Mike Judge show. Yes, because I love that actor who's also in Portlandia. I don't know his name. Yes, but he's the one who always plays the tech support person or the guy who's selling you something on Portlandia. He's at like T-Mobile or whatever. He's He's very funny. He's very, very funny. Um, I hear really good things about that. In fact, this is funny. Uh, Emily Nussbaum, who's generally my favorite TV critic on the face of the earth, she recently tweeted about how this is like suddenly a golden age for stoner television because of shows like High Maintenance, Broad City, Portlandia, and then she kind of mentioned as like a sort of, but enough that I'm going to include it, Silicon Valley. Wow. Which she apparently loves and I'm dying to see. Yeah, I'm excited to see that. There's so much good so much good TV right now. It's so much good stoner TV right now. <laughs> and I mean that in like the, the the way that it's actually good and then it yeah. happens to be stoner TV. Yeah. Not like it's good for stoners. Right. And I feel like that's a challenge it's with actually high maintenance. Good. <laughs> high maintenance in particular, I tell people about it and if they're like the kind of person who's never going to smoke weed ever in their life. They're like, oh, they, I don't know like, if that's for me. Oh, and you're like, no, no, no. It's so funny. You don't understand. It's so funny. It's, yeah. 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 Now, I know you don't have that problem if you listen to us, so <laughs> go ahead and watch away. But trust me, when you tell your friends about it, know that they will resist you, and you will be right. And you will be right, because it's very funny. Uh, I think oh. this is... Oh. I know what you're going to talk about. I'm dominating. You talk. Oh. I was going to say, I think this is the part of the podcast where we... Like other podcasts, they, they plug things that... Oh, we're going to jump to the plugging of things. Happening. I think that was a oh. great idea because we're a podcast and like, oh, oh my God, you're right. We've been recording for like half an hour. Yeah. Fact, I've just been sitting here eating quinoa this whole time. Yeah, I made really this big attention. quinoa salad before. Um, so much quinoa. So much quinoa. This yeah, is, don't, uh, we should plug things. Yeah. what? Because we have, have a podcast. And I that's hear, what you do if you have a podcast. Yeah, I hear that you performed in something recently. I did. I, uh... Chris does not really perform that much anymore. No, I used to act. I used to be an actor. He's a good actor. You should hire him. I mean, not, I mean, no. don't do that. So I mean, don't hire well, him. I mean, if you want to pay me, yeah, don't hire sure. Him. Don't, I'll do, don't. I'll basically do whatever you want for money. Uh, 
But I was asked to do this kind of like open mic night thing that, mm-hmm. that was very comedy based. And the person who invited me was like, oh, you know, I've heard your podcast and I think that's great. And it would be a great fit for this. And the, the issue is I have two podcasts right now. And this has been coming up as an issue in my life a lot because uh, I'm sure everyone can relate to this problem. When I say, oh, I'm going to record my podcast, people are confused about which podcast I'm referring to. Because obviously, yeah. there's the Abcast, Guten Tag, Abcast listeners. It's good to see you. Uh, but then I have this other podcast called Places Like This. And if you haven't checked that out, please do. It's at placeslikethis.net. That's my thing to plug. And uh, Places Like This is totally different than the Abcast. Mm-hmm. It's a uh, little short fiction set in the future. And I thought he was talking about that podcast and that he Uh. wanted me to do one of my monologues from that podcast. Uh, I realized, thankfully, before I went up that that he meant the abcast because apparently people think we're comedians because we do this. They do. They think we're... And we're not. We are just people that have wine and a microphone. Yeah. We're not comedians at all. We don't... I mean... I, if we if we if we had to do stand up together, I would bring like one of those joke books, and like a synthesizer with the Seinfeld effect on it. And, all the keys are just the Seinfeld effect. Every single <laughs> yeah, key. yeah, and I would just be like, bow, 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 and then you would just talk over it. What's the deal with the tourists <laughs> who have those like little poles that hold their camera out? It's like a selfie pole, and it kind of comes out of their belt, and they're like, "Hey, I'm gonna take a selfie," and instead of holding the camera, it's gonna be on this pole that looks like a giant dick with a camera on it. <laughs> I can't. I can't. It was my punchline. Did you like my punchline? Yeah. It was like really yeah tight. That was bad. (laughs) This is why we're not comedians, but people think we are, and it's very odd because I don't really think we're that funny at all. It didn't go that well. Well, anyway. You know. uh, So your plug is (laughs) the podcast. Everyone should check out Chris's podcast. My plug is not my comedy career. Definitely not that. My plug is my podcast. Please come look at it. Mm -hmm. And we've got a live show coming up in June that I can't tell you more about yet, but uh, please just block off all of June on your calendar for me and my podcast. Good idea. Good idea. That's Great. what I'm doing. So. Well, uh, good, good. Because I know you have a lot of things going on that you uh, probably want to plug. So I, tell me about them. I guess. Not really. I'm just, you know, living life. Carpe diem, et cetera, et cetera. And where can people see Carpe Diem, et cetera, et cetera? Um, you forgot living life, comma, Carpe Diem, comma, oh, I'm sorry. et cetera, thought, et cetera. I thought living life was the uh, the evening of performances oh. that you were a part of. Oh, yeah. Well, you're not invited. It's a private showing. But I do have a top secret project that I can't tell you about. It's very exciting. But then besides that, you can always read about my kitchen in my... Um, week, in, in, in the my, kitchen? In my weekly column at The Kitchen. That's The Kitchen spelled without an E for no... No reason, really. I actually have never... I actually have no idea why. But, you know, I assume kitchen. it's because the kitchen with an E was taken. I'm just, you know... Probably, but I kind of like it without these. I do, too. Anyway. It's like Tumblr. Yeah. I started when, I, when I'm when i writing things. I was writing a play with a tumbler of scotch in it recently. Uh-huh. And, and I went back through the script and realized every single reference to the tumbler of scotch was spelled... Tumblr, Tumblr without me. Right. I, it's right. become, including things sometimes where like it was tumblers, like all <laughs> forms of the word Fair. were yeah. now a social media company. Well, you know. That is mostly for gay porn. Let's be clear. We are the only yeah. non-gay porn I've ever not seen gay on porn Tumblr. And not actually comedians. 
Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, I don't know what we're doing on Tumblr. We're neither teenagers, nor uh, gay pornographers, nor comedians, nor manic pixie dream girls who like to post their artwork. Well. Nor are we going to stop talking anytime soon because there's more wine. That should be the actually the, the how long the podcast goes is just till we finished um, our glass of wine. That would be a great resolution for the new year of the podcast, but I don't know if anyone wants to sit through a podcast that long. That's a long time. Long. Although, really, we milk it, so it could be even shorter and we would still drink the whole glass That's of wine. True. Bottle of wine. Box of wine. Let's get real, guys. <laughs> Barrel of wine. Yeah. That of wine. Well, I think that this has been a good podcast, but I think it's come to a close. Yeah? You think that's it? I, I guess you're right. Yeah? I don't Anything, know what else we would talk about. things to talk about? That just felt so easy, and, and just why don't we do that more often? I like wish, we, we should do it more often. I, I'm, I'm skeptical of how great that felt. It might be that we're going to go back and listen to it and feel like, wow, we sound like idiots, but we'll probably post it anyway, so. It's never it's stopped okay. us before, <laughs> so why would it stop us now? Exactly. Uh, if you have any ideas about what you want us to talk about or write about, or if you want to come be on Abhest or be on the Abcast. Yeah. We would know. love to reject you. We we would love to write you a rejection letter <laughs> and then let you be on anyway, because please. Yeah, because, like, why not? Why not? Yeah. Uh, email us, tweet at us, follow us on the Tumblr, like us on Facebook. Follow us down the street. Uh, all of the above. Yep. Instagram us by actually stalking us and taking pictures of mm-hmm. us and then tagging us in a mm-hmm. creepy way where we don't know where you are, but we know you're always yeah. watching. Yeah, tweet us and then use that new experimental feature where you can tag people and it doesn't count as the word count. Whoa, I didn't know about that. Oh, shit. Tech news. Woo! I don't think we had time for that, but I'm going to tell you afterwards with my secret tech news. And none of you will know unless you read A Brief History of Eastern Standard Time. Dot com. Goodbye, little listeners. <laughs> Goodbye. You're like, that's creepy. Why are you doing that, Chris? <laughs>